Good. Welcome, guys, to our first podcast. This is Amrit with Devesh, HD, and KG, uh, coming from Vancouver. I right, uh, started off. Our first uh, discussion now is weed. Weed's being legalized, eh? Three days. Three days. It's what insane. do you guys think? Finally? It's pretty insane to think about, yeah. man. I've, I've heard some weird stuff, though, man. Like, they said they're only going to have one government, like, regulated shop in, like, Kamloops or something. Fucking some shit. Kamloops. Man. Yeah. At the beginning? Yeah, there's going to be one shop in Kamloops for cannabis and uh, more to come in January 1st. And all other legal shops are going to say they can start kicking indoors in Vancouver. I don't know about that, man. Guess, that's, that's the thing. Like, if they do do that and they only have one shop in, like, Kamloops, like... I don't know. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of backwards, isn't it? Like, you guys gonna, like, walk... Like, legalizing it is actually gonna make it worse if we have to go all the way to Kamloops. You guys gonna drive, like, four hours just... <laughs> fuck, fuck no, no one Who the fuck is gonna go to no Kamloops to pick up some fucking shit? It's hard to imagine getting, like, have that Kamloops the only one with, with Vancouver such a liberal city and yeah. so, like, weed-friendly. I don't know. It's hard and, to fucking believe. And especially if, like, the government fucks it up as well as they did with the, uh, like, alcohol pricing and shit. Oh, yeah. It was, I was thinking, like, in, in January, um, that's three months till they finally start opening shops in Vancouver. So, like, where are people going to get their weed from? Drug dealers, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Or so, maybe some so of these, like, there are, like, the mobile. mobile dispensaries right now, like, oh. not technically illegal per se, I guess. They yeah. can still do that. And, like, that's not, like, the best, safest way Even, even the government-regulated shops, they're only selling... Like the actual plants, right? They're not selling like concentrates yeah. or edibles or any of no that edibles. stuff until July. So a lot of well, that market, yeah. what are they gonna do, right? What if you don't like smoking weed? What if you like taking edibles? Then well, yeah, I feel like get... even edibles are easier for like people that are newer to get into weed. Yeah, <laughs> and then it'll keep you yeah. off it too <laughs> when yeah. you have that first time experience yeah. where it's that too strong. Eleven beta. That's happened to me, man. Eleven hydroxy metabolite, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me, man. You take a too large again? dose on the first time. How does it work again? Oh, when, when your liver consumes it, the enzyme, Jamie, is a whole different, whole different high. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like family, example, man, like people that are like actually interested in weed because if something's legal, you're going to like want to try it. And yeah. I, don't, I don't see like people that aren't even smokers, but, like start smoking weed. They're mm-hmm. going to want to try like gummies and stuff like that. That's like lower doses and like controlled, but it makes it hard, man. It's gonna be a while to like become like a I normal think, thing. I'm interested in like growing weed, man. That seems interesting to me. Like, what's the four plants? Yeah. There's four. So what you can do is to grow weed, you can only grow. I think four plants. Is it per person or household? I think household might be per household. Per household, yeah. And when you're growing them, they can't be in the public eye. So you can't just grow them in your front yard, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that they said it has to be hidden. So nice something like that, like in your backyard or yeah. basement. Yeah, and they also said that you can hold 30 grams of weed on you at one time. 30 ounces or 30 grams? Grams. And 30, 30 ounces would be a <laughs> lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. One ounce, basically. Oh, one ounce. Oh, sorry, yeah. one ounce. Yeah, 30 yeah. grams is what it was. And then, yeah, from here it says edibles won't be till July 19th. But mm. I guarantee you'll miss that date. Like, I don't know they'll, why. They'll, they'll push that date, though. Yeah, they've had so long to prepare for this. Like, their entire, remember their election thing was they're going to legalize weed like three the years ago? When was the election? Yeah. 2015. Like, the thing yeah, is, that's ridiculous. It's not like the federal government. It's like the provinces that weren't ready for it. Oh. Because right? mm-hmm. it's like the... Canada just made it legal. It was Justin Trudeau. But mm-hmm. like it's the provinces that had to prepare for it. And yeah. BC in general was just not ready for it. Especially with... that's so odd. That and, BC was like a city like Vancouver. If I could take the, the most liberal city in Canada, right? Yeah. How, do you know how like the other provinces are handling this? Or like... Are they like being... No, I, I, know in, like, ter- I know in terms of like policing and stuff. I think in Alberta, they said like... 
Calgary police are not allowed to smoke, allowed allowed to smoke weed. But Vancouver, in Vancouver, you are right. You're RCMP. allowed to if it doesn't affect the way. Is it VPD you police? or RCMP? VPD, VPD. Yeah, RCMP hasn't come up with a statement mm-hmm. yet, but only VPDs came out and said. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, that is. Because if it's legal as alcohol, I mean, you could drink alcohol regardless of your job, right? People don't really test you for alcohol. Yeah. But drinking on the job is like still like no yeah definitely not don't drink on the job yeah 100%, even smoking on the <laughs> yeah job. Ain't nobody's saying that okay maybe I interpret this wrong, interpret this wrong. but I mean some people do go grab a beer at lunch right like how many yeah. construction workers do you know oh, do, uh, all the time a lot, yeah a lot of construction workers even smoke weed before work right yeah mm-hmm. I've heard of that too yeah yeah gotta go to the happy hour bud <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but like blazing stuff like that before work I don't know it seems like a weird thing for a construction worker even. Cause like, especially if you're, if you're slower, like slower reaction time, not thinking as clearly. I don't know. Probably won't be as safe. This will honestly will be like the biggest change in Canada. Yeah. Like in at least in my lifetime, we'll see. You know what I mean? Like, well, like nineteen seventies was probably like the last time like Canada's changed like drastically. Like, are we gonna view this country right? Because mm-hmm. like, I was like looking at some stats. Forty two point five percent Canadians said they've tried marijuana at least once in their life. 42.5 yeah. only. Yeah, and like, between the ages of eight, uh, 18 to 25, at least one third have or do marijuana regularly. Really? So it's like we're yeah, one of the I'm highest. Not, yeah, I'm not surprised, honestly. And like, and it was illegal for so long, and finally mm-hmm. it's gonna be like a normal thing where like you can go out, smoke weed yeah. anywhere without cops. Pl- places like Colorado anywhere, and right. Washington, they make a lot of money off taxes too, right? Yeah, that's a real big business right there. It's supposed to bring in about five billion. Five billion and wow. by 2020 in like Canada. The yeah, mm, the only a fucking year and five billion, five billion, yeah. But yeah, man, I don't believe that number forty-two and a half percent. I think it's probably higher than that. So is that when you get asked that question, something's illegal, you're not gonna say yes, right? Yeah, if you tried it, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Even if it's unanimous. Hmm. Even if it's unanimous. Oh, then you then know. anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. All right. What you got next, man? Yeah. Anything else to talk about that? Yeah. Um. Even the the U.S. border officials are just like. All right. They could turn you away, right? Yeah. They can yeah, turn. No. Yeah, you can be banned from like entering the United States. Well, if you how, smoke yeah. Weed. How would they know you smoke? Was it you guys are telling about that like, if you go to Washington and they seem like they if you're going to smoke weed or something like that they might like turn you away or like. I I was the one originally posted it, but okay. I just don't know how they put it from. What it says is the board official said like you'll be banned from entering the United States if the if you smoke weed. Yeah. Not if you have it on you. If they suspect you like you're you you smoke pot, you won't be able to enter the United States. That's so fucked up. I know, right? Wait, wait, wait. What I'm wondering is, so they can turn you away from the border if you smoke weed? Yeah. But how do they know you smoke weed? Exactly. So you have to like (laughs) you have to admit it if they ask. (laughs) They probably won't even ask you that, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. They do like a saliva test on you or something. I don't know. Wow. And they find weed in oh, weed in here. Can they do that? I don't know. I, I don't. I think that'd be illegal. They can't maybe, force you to do a saliva test, yeah. right? Maybe they'll smell weed. Or they your like have a Q-tip down your throat are or they, something. Like, are they asking? Like, is this like saying like, are they like when you smoke, you're high while you're driving? No, if you smoke weed, in, in general, general, you're not allowed to enter the United that States. That doesn't make sense. That's so weird. Yeah, it seems so backwards. I know. Especially with Washington and Canada being legal now. Yeah. That's, I don't know. There's so many parts of the states where it's still illegal and it's like... Remember Elon Musk, he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast? Oh, yeah. And he got, what, fined $20 million by the SEC? He got fined? Yeah, $20 million. I couldn't believe that either. I didn't know he got fined. Yeah, I didn't know that. (laughs) Holy fuck. I just want his stocks dipped. 
but then yeah. they went back up. That's so crazy, man. He's all he did was smoke like what was it a joint or was it like it, a blunt or something? That's in California, it. where it's legal, yeah, too. It legal. yeah. So, but he still got fined. So I don't know how how, how the United States works. But Joe even said that too. He's like, this is completely legal. And Elon Musk asked, he's like, is this is this, this is legal here, right? I'm not doing anything wrong. He's like, yeah. no, it's all good. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. The thing is, he's like put it, He's in a position of power, right? And then, and when yeah, he's seen, fucking he's, Sunday, was I like, guess he stands yeah. for a brand or something, and then shareholders, whatever is going on, they don't like. Yeah, if he's seen, associating their image with yeah. certain parts of America, the majority of America is still illegal, right? Yeah, so they don't so want to associate their image with that. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's only California, Washington, and Oregon, and Colorado, right? Four states. That's it. I want to see something. I feel like Alaska had it too. I'm tripping. Alaska, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. There has to be more though. Search it. Okay, look it up, sure. But yeah. I thought there's more. But what do you guys think? Will they increase marijuana use in Canada? Oh, yeah, 100%. The more legal it is, the more people will try it, right? Yeah. I think it, like, initially, yeah, but, like, do you think the overall number? Uh, what do you mean by overall number? Like, what do you, they increase? Like, in... like drastically. Like, Drastic? right now? I think so. Like, right now, it's, it's how I said, like, one third youth between 18 to 25 have tried or, or do well, marijuana let me ask you this how many people do you think like percentage wise drink alcohol or have tried alcohol pretty high number right <sighs> drink or have tried yeah have tried is really really high like as probably 60 or 70 70 percent that's it like really high man yeah if you don't drink alcohol it's like a personal choice or like a religious choice right yeah but most people <clears throat> they do yeah so i'm guessing same thing here like unless it's like a religious reason most people will probably try it at least once yeah there's nine states that have it legal for recreational. Alaska, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. Holy, more than we And thought. the District of Columbia. So you can fucking smoke at the White House, apparently, yeah. for recreational use. You know, Obama made his own, like, beer in the White House. It was, like, White House, like, honey ale or something. Well, I didn't know that. He brewed his, know he's that. the first president to do that, to brew his own beer in the White House. Crazy. So who knows? Maybe we'll get a president one day that grows his own weed plants. Only four though. Only four. If if Kanye twenty twenty or Kanye twenty twenty four. Dude, you that. saw you saw the Kanye <laughs> shit, right? Where he's hugging Trump with the MAGA hat on him. I saw the MAGA. I didn't, I didn't see, see the whole thing though. He's, he's hugging him. He's like, I love this guy. It's all love. I love him. And Trump's just like, Well, thank you, Kanye. Thank you. That, yeah. that goes without saying. Yeah. What was the whole thing with Drake and Kanye? And then I know just like LeBron was part of it too, or like so LeBron has a barbershop, right? It's like where he has interviews with like people that he's finding interesting. Yeah. So he has like a barbershop setting, and the second episode had Drake and his ma- and LeBron's manager, media manager, and yeah. they were just talking about it. That's what the thing was. Yeah. Drake was just talking about how Kanye like basically made him tell everything. Drake yeah. he Drake found he found out everything from Drake about like the release date, his music. Oh, and, uh, and, and Kanye, his kid, yeah, the kid too. Oh my god! And he, and Drake was asking yeah. Kanye for help too. Yeah, apparently. he's asking him for advice on how to like go about <laughs> introducing his kid or something, or yeah, how he'd reveal that he has a kid. Yeah, and, and then, I don't, is it confirmed that Kanye told Pusha T, or is this just like I am a, I think it's confirmed. I think you he think said it's that. Confirmed? I think he said, I think Drake said that. I didn't. Kanye say he didn't do that. I feel like I don't know. I, I don't know who to believe here, man. But Kanye is doing some weird I mean, shit nowadays, man. So Kanye I don't know trust Kanye, dude. Kanye and Pusha T are like best friends. I mean, he's CEO of Kanye's label. Pusha T is, right? Yeah. So it's like, you gotta think about it like that. I mean, he, he also, he also when he went to Wyoming, this yeah. is like that time where he asked him all this advice stuff when Drake met with Kanye. They were going to like record, was it the Ye album, right? In Wyoming? Yeah, all those albums. All those albums. Like, they released a bunch of albums like the Daytona, 
Yay. What else? Kitsy there? Ghost. Kitsy Ghost. Uh, keep the same energy and the Nas album. And uh, he he met with Drake and he was going to give this like beat that he made. It was the Lift, Lift Yourself. Yourself. Lift Yourself beat, right? With this crazy old, cla- it sounded like some classic like Kanye production, like a really nice solid beat. Yeah. yeah. And he gave it to Drake. He's like, <laughs> they, they like made like their piece, whatever, like they're chill. They're all good, buddy, buddy, whatever. Yeah. And then a while later, Kanye drops a song using that same beat that he said he was going to give to Drake. Yeah. After he gave him that advice about like his kid and all that stuff. And Kanye does the stupidest shit. He releases the weirdest song. He doesn't even release an actual song. He wastes the beat. He just goes, Poopa Disco. Yeah, that's the, 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 the And that pissed Drake off. Yo, that pissed Drake off. Drake was mad as fuck. I'll be mad man. too, man. I can't even blame him. Like, that's like the cherry. That's like the straw that such, breaks the camel's such back. Such a man. fucking troll, bro. And so people just, think, like, Drake said on that barbershop thing that he released his, he wrote a bunch of the songs on his album after the Kanye incident, right? Yeah. So some people think like, you know, that Kiki, do you love me song uh, in my feelings? Mm-hmm. Some people think that's about like Kim Kardashian or some shit. You guys hear about that? No, I didn't hear about mm-hmm. that. Because like, Kim Kardashian's nickname is like, uh, I guess, Kiki. Is it really? Yeah. So he, some people think like when he's singing that song, he's singing it about Kim Kardashian and maybe he like fucked her on the DL. Oh. And then he, he was about to expose him on a diss track, but nothing really came out of that. They didn't really... Drake didn't really re- make a response to Pusha T, right? Yeah, yeah he, he never did. He said, he, on, he said on the thing, though, that he, he did make it. But I don't believe him. Yeah, I they, think it's bullshit. Yeah, they man. said they had a career-ending diss track that would, like, escalate things, but... Yeah, they but he really... made Pusha T on the story of Adidon. At the ending, he's like, the surgical summer. I mean, he had the shit ready for the whole summer, but... Yeah, Pusha T said he had some more stuff to go, right? Pusha that would have been, been so interesting to see. If I was Drake, I wouldn't work probably, but I don't know. Yeah, moving forward um yeah you guys see the russian prop or the propaganda video with the with the girl yeah I, 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 didn't, like, I didn't see the video but i heard about that man yeah like the she was going around spilling what chlorine on or not chlorine bleach on this guy that's sitting on the bus right was he like man spreading or something what was yeah. he doing so apparently like if you sit on the bus and if you don't want to crush your balls right obviously <laughs> you're going to spread your legs yeah but that offends some people i don't know why like they don't realize like dude's got balls down there or something yeah. i don't know so they so apparently the, these russians released this like propaganda video of some feminist spraying the guy on his yeah i guess on his pants and it came out to be that the point of the video was to like it wasn't actually to stop man spreading it was to make people pissed off at the feminist feminist movement right oh and so these russians were doing this like social media like propaganda operation to get uh I guess to just cause a stir to make people like mad at feminists for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. To just cause like a dissidence like around people. Arguments. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of this stuff like on Twitter, Reddit, everywhere. Yeah. They, where they make fake accounts and shit. To just, yeah. Russia does it. Russian mm-hmm. bots. Where they just start arguments online that mm-hmm. cause this like whole divide. It's like really? almost like... It's almost like a... I don't want to say Cold War, but it's like a social media war it's kind a, of thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Social media civil war. Yeah, somebody once said like it's not an econ- uh, it's not a, like a war anymore, like a military war. It's like an economic war, and I feel like yeah. Russia did that. Like you know what I mean? Like um, when they uh, rigged the elections, and now they're like their whole. Is that confirmed or? I don't. I don't know, man. All signs. I think Russia, Russians have an involvement, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's confirmed. But what isn't confirmed is if Donald Trump. And his gang, like, knew about it? If they knew about it, or if they were part of it. Yeah. Or if they were part of it. I don't think that part's yeah. confirmed. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> but there is some weird shit going on with that too, yo. Recently, like, yeah. you guys ever hear of that Trump Tower meeting? Fun. So there was this one meeting that Trump's son, <clears throat> Trump Jr., had with like a bunch of these people and this Russian lawyer, right? And it was about like leaking information about Hillary Clinton. Okay. And apparently this actually happened and like there's evidence of this happening. And recently uh, some journalist or some shit or what was that? Some guy that got murdered right in a helicopter crash in Russia? Oh, uh, no, it was uh, a Putin's uh, prosecutor, one of his close friends. Yeah, so he, he got died. He died. Uh, the official story was that he bit up, uh, like the helicopter hit like a bunch of trees and it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the actual story, there's like there's like gunshot damage on the what helicopter. The helicopter blades. He like, got shot in the back, yeah. and it's like, oh, he just clipped some trees. Like, what, 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 what trees yeah. got bullets now? <laughs> Maybe in Russia, I don't know. Dude. See, I had like a theory. Like, I've never been to Russia. Dude. Me neither. Because <laughs> like, because like my theory was like he was like Putin's good like friend. So I thought like you know how like the Russians um, killed. Or the gassed one. Oh, yeah. Of the, they the, used that nerve gas or something in the one, UK, right? On the English on spy. <laughs> on the English double spy. They went to the UK and... They killed the guy in the UK. They used... They and used, the UK couldn't do anything about it. Right? Well, like, what can you because do? Because they found out he was a spy or... No, no. It was, he was a UK spy, but he was a double agent for them. So, he pretended to be like... A Soviet. A Soviet. Yeah. Right? But he's a, he was a spy for the English. And I guess, English. like, the Russians found out and they gassed him in his own house. And the gas hasn't been used since World War II. Him, Fucking chlorine gas or like... It was like some, wasn't it some like nerve agent Mustard or some gas? shit? Yeah, it was like some nerve gas or something. I don't know what it was. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, it that they killed a guy on like English soil. Yeah. So I thought like maybe they were like going to go back and kill like Putin's like top prosecutor or something. Yo, but, like, but then I heard that oh, there, was a, there was a theory where like um, this uh, the lawyer, the prosecutor was leaking information to the West. So Putin found about that and got him killed. Any anytime some shit like this happens, some corrupt shit, Russia just releases like a fake statement, like some lie. Yeah. And like what can the rest of the world do, right? Yeah. Like, Fuck, even if you prove the lie wrong, like you can't what are you supposed to do? I was that? I was like like uh reading an article earlier and you know like Donald Trump and Putin, like they just tell obvious lies and they're yeah. still in a position of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like that obvious lie just makes people perceive like perceive like perceive them like in a way where like this guy's lying and he's getting away with it and yeah he's in this position of power and then like that's why they are in that position There's, you know what i mean you ever, like, you ever hear this thing it's called like McCarthyism <coughs> or some shit no. where, yeah. where you accuse someone of doing something right yeah and like it's something you're doing yourself yeah and so like projecting kind of thing pretty much projecting but like if it does come out that you were that you were doing the same thing that you're accusing accusing someone else of doing yeah. I don't know if the effect is lessened or something or like people just don't care. So that just reminds me of this whole like fake news shit that's happening mm-hmm. nowadays. Like even if the truth comes out, people don't really people yeah. don't really give a fuck anymore. They just yeah. have this like fake story in their head that they want, right? Yeah, exactly. That they just run with. You believe what you want to believe. And that reminds me of some other shit, man. In Saudi Arabia, you guys hear about that guy that uh, got yeah. tortured in the embassy in Turkey? No, I didn't. So there's this Saudi Arabian journalist, right? He yeah. fled like Saudi Arabia in 2017. Went to Istanbul. He went to Istanbul, and he's going to the embassy to pick up some documents, right? Because he got divorced, and okay. he needed some papers to prove that he's divorced or something. I don't know the exact amount, but point is, he went to the the embassy to get some papers, and then after that, he went missing. No one knows where he's at, like what happened to him, and then some rumors came out that some Turkish source said that. He was murdered and tortured by the embassy. Yeah. But the embassy was saying, like, no, that never happened. He left the area before he went missing. And the place obviously has cameras, right? 
but conveniently the cameras weren't working that day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so yeah, he's been missing since then. Yeah. But apparently, there's a rumor that as he walked in, he had a smartwatch on him, right? And I guess some smartwatches can record audio. And he, there's a rumor that he gave a phone to his like wife or a friend or somebody, and he started recording with a smartwatch. And there's audio of him like getting tortured and murdered. I don't know how true that is, but that's just something I read. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And they took his fingerprint and they unlocked the smartwatch and they deleted some audio files, oh, but they didn't get like the whole thing deleted. So I don't know if that's true so, or not. So is the audio still out there somewhere? iCloud. I guess maybe. maybe I guess <laughs> maybe. Like, yeah. I guess whoever he gave the phone to has the audio. I don't know if it's. Yeah. It was illegal. I don't know if deleting it from the smartwatch deletes it from everywhere. Or I heard something about like the Donald Trump or the West like threatening to put sanctions on. Dude, Saudi Trump, Arabia? Trump, Trump said they're not going to stop selling weapons to him because they're like they have a hundred ten billion dollar deal or something like that. So he's yeah. like, he's like he doesn't want to like end jobs in America. He's like, he's like if I stop this deal, they're just going to go to Russia. They're just going to go to China and get the money. Yeah. So yeah. Canada it's, has a similar thing. Remember the human rights torture shit that was happening in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. And Canada got pissed, and these guys threatened to nine eleven the CN Tower. <laughs> yeah. No so, remember yeah. this? So they're so dumb. They some Saudi Arabia like Twitter posted a picture of the CN Tower. Yeah. And it was like an ominous threat with like a seven forty seven like aimed at the CN Tower. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know how dumb they are, but like, I don't you know, know the CN Tower is like thick as fuck, right? Like it's concrete. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it's some World Trade Center shit. Like you could try flying a plane in there, but mm. I don't think. I don't think it's gonna go down. Uh. I don't think it will. I'm pretty sure uh, it would go Probably will, I think. No, Google it. huge man. Look into it. Right? It depends Google. where, though. Like, are, are you gonna <laughs> Look get, into it. <laughs> are you going to go through, like, the glass? You know what I mean? Because it's, like, like, the base where people are, like, are, like, standing. There's, like... I don't know. I feel like if you hit the actual, like, structure part... Yeah. I don't think it'd go so down. So, it depends where you hit. It's like, it's, like th- it's like hitting a telephone pole with a uh, paper airplane. I don't think it would go down. Yeah, but even oh, then, even if it doesn't, the fact that a plane hitting it and a plane colliding, yeah, and a plane hitting everything under it, yeah, is pretty point fucked is, up. Point is, point is, point is, point is, fuck <laughs> these guys, man. Trying to nine eleven the CN Tower, like, <laughs> what kind of dumbass shit is that, man? What was the human rights thing with fucking uh, Saudi Arabia? So some feminists kinda... were protesting like women's rights in Saudi Arabia, right? We're not protesting women's rights, they're protesting for women's rights. Yeah. But you can never know what that backwards ass country, right? Yeah. So they're protesting and apparently this one woman, she had like dual citizenship in Canada and she was getting like tortured and like sent to jail just for trying to like just trying to advocate for women's rights. And so Canada obviously got mad. They just like comments. Back, there's like a back and forth. They didn't say they didn't do anything, right? They just said like a couple comments. Yeah, like one of the defense ministers. And something, Saudi, something like that, oh, yo, something. dude, if you saw Twitter, all these Saudi Arabians were going crazy. Like, oh, well, yeah. well, what about the fentanyl crisis? <laughs> Wait, why are you talking about our country when you got fentanyl problems? <laughs> yeah. How is that even the same? Like, <laughs> that makes no sense. These are like, dude, this is so dumb. They posted a picture, a statistic of homeless people, right? Yeah. And they're like, yo, Canada's so fucked up. Look at these homeless statistics. And at the bottom, it said Minnesota. Like, what the? <laughs> no how, way. How the fucking retarded can you be? Like, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Like, um, they even uh, started calling back their students that were here. Yeah, on yeah, student visa. yeah. Some guy. They're like, we're going to yeah. end your... Uh, really? It's a lot yeah. of fucked up stories, It was like, like 10,000 students are in Canada. It's a lot of fucked up stories. Yeah, read, they were calling them all back. I read one fucked up story. This guy was going to do his, like, finish up his PhD. Holy and he's almost fuck. done when they called him back. So, imagine spending all your time working on that. Yeah. And then, towards the end, you just get called back. The thing in, like, Saudi Arabia, too, is, like, a lot of guys come here for sciences because, like, their law doesn't, like, um, 
is based off like the Quran, right? So like you can't literally practice sciences because it goes against their. Do you know you know book? The, you know what the funny yeah. thing is talking about that yeah. the girl the woman that got tortured and put in jail yeah her husband same thing happened to him and he like he had like a blog or something he was like a journalist I don't know oh he got yeah and he criticized like some law some, he didn't criticize the Quran he criticized like some religious person yeah. like some notable religious person I guess mm-hmm. yeah and they put him in jail for apostasy. And the maximum, like, sentence for that is, I think, death. Really? So, yeah. I know he got, like, 10 lashes and uh, 10, 5 years in jail. But they increased that to, like, 10 years and, like, 100 what lashes. Is they could murder you just for criticizing, like... Yeah. No freedom of speech. No freedom of Legit, speech. Exactly. Because, like, for them, they have, like, this, like... It's a structure based on their religion and everything. But if anyone goes against it, it's like, fuck you, basically. Yeah. Anyways... That's so uh, scary, man. Moving on from yeah, Russia terrifying. and uh, the UFC. Um, it was a week ago, right? The the fight between oh yeah McGregor, McGregor and, and uh, Khabib. Khabib. But uh, recently came out that Cormier got stripped. Is it because of because he, he stepped in? Why did he get stripped? No, because John Jones is coming back. He has yeah. two titles, right? John Jones coming back. I don't know if they asked him or not, but they yeah. probably will. They just stripped fucking Cormier. Yeah, they're gonna do it when the fight starts, right? Or around that time. So I, they yeah, haven't officially done it yet. Oh, they have it. I don't think they've officially I don't know done about it. Yet. That, but yeah, I guess because they might even do it when Cormier officially fights Lewis this month. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Because then they're like, okay, you're the heavyweight champion. That wasn't a title fight? Aren't, aren't what? A Lewis and Court DC? It is. It is. No, this one is heavyweight. Yeah, he's a heavyweight. Didn't he say he doesn't want a title fight or something, Lewis? He but said he didn't Lewis want Lewis was saying that. He's like, I need I need time to work my time. cardio. Three oh, months yeah. at least. To, and then, <laughs> aren't John, John Jones and DC fighting on the same card? John Jones and Gustafson, you mean? Yeah, what, well, uh, I mean, like, both them, both their fights no, on the same card. No, they're fighting late December. I thought they were on both on 232. No, DC's fighting 2.30. Oh, it is 2.30? DC's fighting number 3rd. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's, that's why it's funny because Lewis is like fucking one yeah. month after. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, yeah. that's fucked, man. But yeah, anyways, um, Cormier's fighting Lewis right now. And then oh, okay. It's because Cormier wants to fight. I was reading this article. He's like, I want to fight Jones after this. Jones, Stipe, and Lesnar. And then I want to retire. Dude, no, no, no. He said he, said he wants to... all heavyweight fights he, besides Jones. He, wants, he said he wants his last fight to be Jones. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't mention Lesnar anymore because... People are thinking Lesnar juiced oh, yeah, that, that he wrote it again. The rumor is that he popped because yeah. the, the test was like a couple weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. And like nothing's and came so out of it. But like the fight hasn't been confirmed. Recently, oh, recently, supposed to be confirmed yeah, so recently like, he mentioned Jones is going to be his last fight. Yeah, I saw that to too. Uh, cause, no, because I wanted to see if he what he said about Steepa because like Steepa deserves a rematch. Obviously, yeah, right? for sure, for sure. I don't know how old his article is, I guess then. Yeah. But that's what he said when I read it. It's interesting, man. I don't know. Man. What do you guys think about the Khabib, like, giving that ultimatum to Dana, saying that if you ban my guys, I'm going to quit the UFC? Did you see what fucking 50 Cent said? He's like, I'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll Bellator? Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Bellator, you guys see the last fight? Man, Bellator joke, Peter, too. <laughs> Honestly, I enjoyed it a lot. I don't really watch Bellator at all, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. It's enjoyable, but not like... It's like watching two grown-ass men, like two uncles fighting, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Two uncles fighting. They do have a lot of guys that are old. Like, that heavyweight thing was legit. Like, Rampage, chill. The heavyweights are always like... It's always like the pastor. They're all old. Stuff. But, like, the other weights are good. Like, they have Dude, Fedor McDonald's. was throwing yeah. it around Steve, like crazy. I know, you guys didn't, I know you guys didn't watch it, but Fedor was like ragdolling this guy. Fader's a monster. Fader's been out for like twenty years. He was supposed to be the one that was going to take out Lesnar yeah. when he was. I, I remember. I remember. Yeah. I used to listen to Joe Rogan podcast way back in the day, and he was hyping up Fader to be like the next great fighter. Fader like, is considered one of the best, of, mm-hmm. best ever. Yeah, he's only lost a few times. He's fucking knocked out everyone too. 
Almost everyone. He's never. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, there was some stat, something about decision. He's never gone to a decision. What was that? Never lost a decision. Well, I don't remember what it was. Probably has. It was before the uh, jail fight. They were hyping him up. There was some stat that they were saying. I don't remember something I about think, decisions. Uh, probably all of his wins are like none of them were decision. That's what it probably was. Because he That's fucking was. his fucking hands are ridiculous, man. He's built like an uncle. Two <laughs> seconds in. Two funny. seconds in. He dropped Chael, and I right thought it was over. I thought yeah. it was over. I wish he came to the UFC, man. That would have been a sight. Yeah, see. he's one of those guys. Yeah. With him and some other guy too, Ben Askren that they talk about. He's like a really good fighter, but he never went to the UFC because this. What, yeah, what do you guys think about Khabib and giving that ultimatum to Dana? I don't know, man. Fuck do you him. think Dana's gonna give in? Yeah, I, I think yeah. he should. I think I, he I've, needs I've said this before too. I think. Right now, we have Khabib. With Khabib is like the biggest villain the UFC has ever seen. One of them, especially for, the way the is, way it went down. Is for and someone, he's undefeated. For a lot of people, he's a hero. I exactly. McGregor yeah, was a villain, man. McGregor is a villain. It depends on who you're yeah, a fanboy of, man. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people around the world in like Eastern Europe and like these Islamic countries that are just. Love going Khabib. crazy for Khabib, they love Khabib. didn't his but followers after the fight just skyrocket they, I'm so, not surprised yeah. they did. so many They're people started following him. by the United States and Canada I follow them too honestly we're yeah, talking about like, I think there's a, still a decent chunk that hate McGregor yeah. oh yeah for sure oh, yeah. I just want to see yeah. him yeah. get too dropped too polarizing man he's just yeah out there bitching about both those guys like, <laughs> like you either hate him or love him but, but yeah. like, Khabib but is just neutral though most Khabib, he besides, was, besides the post fight before the fight he was neutral but now I think they're loving him. I think yeah. people yeah. are like really mad about the thing. Both Khabib, you're gonna have like a lot of people like wanting his 37 0 streak. What do you guys What do you guys think about that uh, potential for a rematch? I hope it doesn't happen, man. Fucking yeah. Ferguson. I want Ferguson. Ferguson Khabib has to happen, man. I, I want to see sport. that. I, I know. Yeah. I, I want to see. I want to see Khabib maybe just get stripped, not because like I don't like him, but because I want to see Ferguson versus McGregor. And like beat him. Then yeah. If Ferguson Khabib. beats McGregor, man, that's pretty impressive. I can't lie. But that makes McGregor look like a complete exactly like, yeah. like, chump. like <laughs> yeah. he'd be like top like third or fourth in the rankings. And thing is, like with McGregor, like he knows he's not like he doesn't care about fighting anymore. He's an entertainer. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah see, the Dana, way Dana yeah. Does so much, so much. I, know, I see yeah. what you're saying, but thing is, he did sign an eight fight deal. He so it makes some money. You can't though. make this guy like he's not gonna lose eight fights in a row. Dana, right? White fight will, Dana White will like bend it over backwards just to like accommodate McGregor. I'm telling you, yeah, he won't get about it. I'm telling Dana's smart in a way that like <clears throat> he might compromise the integrity of like the actual UFC if you want to but base it off yeah. merits yeah. but he, I think he wants to grow the sport as mm-hmm. much as he can yeah. considering the last fight that was like the most buys they yeah. had right yeah. and so if you have a rematch of Khabib and McGregor no matter how dumb it is how much like favoritism he shows to McGregor to give him another shot yeah. that has the potential to just grow the sport in yeah. such a huge way and it's I don't, gonna know, more, yeah. I don't know yeah. how long like, it's going to make money a lot of I money, mean, man. Yeah. Well, I think they make money. I feel like yeah. any any publicity is good publicity. There's there, no, yeah, there so yeah. many people that like, don't follow MMA at well, all that just for McGregor. For McGregor, exactly. Yeah, McGregor does that. Even for Khabib too. And Khabib too. Like, yeah, exactly. Around the world, you, around the world. Middle East. It's countries. huge, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. McGregor did that for a sport. Give him that. Like, he legit yeah. brought a lot of He's people like the, that are just casuals just that just watch McGregor's fights. But but I mean any fights, any viewership is good viewership, right? But going back to John Jones, how do you think he's gonna do? Because he's probably the best UFC fighter before, know. before he was suspended, right? Yeah. You think he can get back to that? Depends on how many twelve to six elbows he throws. <laughs> no, Even, okay, you know, I watched a video about that. Apparently, that was a controversial stop because that fucking guy is an idiot, Mario Musaki, or <laughs> one of those guys. Was it Mario Musaki? I don't, I don't know. You know. Man, I don't know it was man. one of those guys, or Dom Azagadi, one of these fucking refs, and that was like watching a video like the most controversial endings. And that was one of them because what? that 
that elbows. I got DQ'd. Yeah, the elbows are DQ'd. It was like he must have warned him, I think, before something like that. But anyways, besides, well, he might have gotten like another warning of something else. Yeah, I'm not sure. And they're just like. Because the that, fight, the so fight ended. He's, it's, 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 it's he started celebrating. He started celebrating as yeah, if he won. He didn't know. And then, yeah. yeah, and then they announced it that he lost, yeah. and his reaction was priceless. Yeah, but um, <coughs> when's I, the fight? Which one? The Gustafson fight? It's late December. Late December? Yeah. Those, those, you have a really good New Year's card. Mm-hmm. Let me ask <laughs> you: Do you think John Jones goes for the three peat? What do you mean? three Does he get? Three titles? Oh, no, no, no. I know you're saying. Get suspended again. Oh, get suspended again. Honestly, if he does, man. If he loses to Gustafson, I think he might pop again. But that's only if he's going to pop again. I think somehow he's going to earn suspended. Can you imagine if DC's last fight is roided up John Jones just beating the shit out of him? Honestly, but even the DC Jones rematch, like, he wasn't even getting, like, beat up, like, like besides the last kick, like DC, like John Joe's last kick was like the one that did damage. Right? Yeah, DC had was like putting up, but like DC. He fight. was putting up, but you know, I, I was watching a video like of the analysis, and it was like, um, I know, like John Joe's was getting more of the hits, and John Joe's like, kept hitting his stomach. Yeah, and then DC was expecting the stomach shot, and then he fucking hit him with the mm-hmm. left, yeah, kick, yeah. left, no head kick right in the head, fucking <clears throat> finished him. That was the first time DC's ever finished. Well, his ever lost. First ever. But it's a no contest, right? Yeah, no contest. So, I guess he still hasn't been finished. Yes, he still hasn't been finished exactly. <laughs> so that doesn't count as a loss on your record? Or no, I remember I said the, no, the bracket yeah. one? Uh, it just, yeah. it doesn't count as a fight. So okay. whatever the results were prior to that, then like, oh, yeah, it just stays that way. But if John Jones had a title, John Jones, no, DC had a title, right? Yeah. So if John Jones had a title, it would have been vacated and they would have like, whatever. It's so interesting, fight fucking uh, John Jones, when he first beat DC, there was Osada was like, Whatever. I don't think it was even the thing back then. Oh, sorry. But then when he fought again, he got the he got uh, tested for the, the series, right? Same thing with Silva. But did you hear about the rumors where like they came, Usada came to his gym, or whatever, and he was hiding and whatever. Chiosana said that. Yeah, yeah. Chiosana like that. They they came to his gym. Yeah. And John was hiding and under the, the ring. And they were saying it wasn't even like a scheduled visit. It was more like a, yeah, they they ran the pop up. Yeah. So yeah. That's fucked up, man. That's legit. Yeah, so apparently, uh, Herb Dean posted a video explaining his decisions on the Khabib Connor fight. You guys see it? His decisions or his. Like to not call out McGregor for cheating or whatever. Oh, what did he say? really? So apparently, there's the actual rule. This is what it says. It says if a bottom, conte- bottom contestant commits a foul, unless the top contestant is injured, the fight shall continue so as not to jeopardize the top contestant's positioning, right? That makes sense, yeah. At the time. And then it says the referee shall verbally notify the bottom of the foul. And when the round is over, the referee shall assess the foul and notify both corners, the judges, and the official scorekeeper. That makes sense. And then the third part is the referee may terminate a bout based on the severity of a foul. For such a flagrant foul, you get a DQ. So. Because say, say, say he did stand them up, like kind of warning them. Yeah. That would have been not beneficial. Way to, better to, to, for McGregor. Be right? Yeah, exactly. Way better. Maybe that was... What, Maybe that's what he's hoping for to trying to get a stand up there. Kept because he kept doing it like he heard yeah, say like it was annoying man. Times. I guess yeah. the only thing is the knee, right? Oh yeah, the, the knee, knee was the a really the, the, yeah. the one. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't think I, a lot of people did not know yeah. that that was a legal knee. Wait, oh no, yeah, I had no idea. But um, that makes sense though because you can't <clears> kick on the ground, right? Yeah, you can't kick on the ground. But you can only kick them like a bo- lower body when you're like yeah. standing up under on the yeah. ground, sorry. Like the legit like rib yeah. shots and shit. I didn't know about that. 
But it was fucking annoying to watch, man. Because, like, pulling on the shorts and, like... Toe in the cage. Yeah. And I never... I don't see that often. I've never, like... But maybe that was his, like... That was his plan, though. He was trying to get them to stand up. So, it kind of, Yeah. Interesting. And if he doesn't know the rules, like, properly, then it kind of makes sense that he was doing it. But... It is. It's desperate times, man. You're trying to get the win. So, you kind of, like... Yeah. Especially when you're, like, such a prized fighter and you've never been accustomed to losing. You gotta yeah. you gotta like, still, be man. desperate and shit. I'm, I know that between mid-rounds, Khabib was um, saying, like, yo, he, he keeps, like... For all reason, he keeps, like, pulling on my shorts and like that. Khabib was complaining, man. You guys, you guys hear... I think it was before the knee happened. You guys hear that theory that apparently Khabib <laughs> called out Dana as he's getting, like, McGregor in position to, like, break his arm? Look. And that's why he uh, apparently people are saying that's why McGregor hit him with a knee because he knew that Khabib was in a position. I think it's called a Kimura. The that's the arm. It's the arm, right? The arm mm-hmm. So apparently, like if you do it fast enough, you can break someone's arm or do it strong enough. Okay, yeah. And so some people are saying like he looked at Dana and like he said, "Dana, look," and then McGregor knew what was about to happen, so he just need him. I don't know. If this is a conspiracy theory or what, but like maybe there's like recordings of it or something. Yeah. He probably could have broken his arm, honestly. He, but I, I wonder though, because he said like, if you get me in the ring with him, whatever happens now is not my fault. Khabib said that, right? What do you mean? Like, he said something. He said something to that, like something like that. He's like, once you get me in the ring with McGregor, he's like, anything happens is not on me now. Like whatever happens is not on me. So he really wanted to fuck him up, like really yeah. badly. That's <laughs> interesting that he said that. I mean, he's like, he fucking hated him, man. He hates. Like it's still, up. it's still an illegal knee. Yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm not defending the knee or anything like that. I'm just saying it's just a theory. Yeah. That would have been interesting to see if he because bro- he had his what was his left arm too, right? If he broke his left arm, <clears throat> I'm not sure about that. But I know that Khabib has done that before. Where he's talked to Dana mid fight. I don't know if you know that, but he was like he was like yelling at Dana. He's like, yo, he's like, I forgot how you said. He's, well, like, he's like, give me. A, a, like, he's like, trying to say, give me a challenge or something. Yeah, give like, me a challenge because he, he was kicking Michael Johnson's ass. And but he, that's when he was like pulling out for a pull out Irish, right? Wasn't it? Who Khabib? Yeah, I forget. I know Khabib had a, a skew of like just so that's really when he bad. Was, like had the reputation of being a pro. Yeah, and then you know, this is when he started getting better. It's when he beat yeah. Michael Johnson, and then he beat Edson Barboza. I think, but that's why like they gave him a couple feeler fights, right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, he kind of expected the title. He was high up there, but I, I didn't like I didn't even know about him when I was, when I started getting back into him. I mean, he I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> well, who fucks this guy? But he's being he's being RDA because <laughs> he kept pulling out and he kept like. You know, I don't know if you guys remember, but Tony uh, Ferguson was calling him Tiramisu. You remember him saying that? Yeah, yeah. He said that because there's a video of Khabib eating Tiramisu uh, during the weight cut, and then Khabib didn't make the weight cut, and oh. Khabib was hospitalized against Tony Ferguson. He said he was having seizures before the McGregor fight. I don't know about I don't that. Know I don't know his weight cutting is like super unhealthy or whatever. I didn't look into that, but I no. thought he would look good. I thought he was fine for the weight cut. I didn't know. He but, said, yeah, he's having <clears> seizures before the fight against McGregor. So at the end of the day, uh, Ferguson, you guys say, is the number one contender. For Ferguson's been the number one contender well, for yeah, the fucking year, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, the he just hasn't been healthy. He had an interim belt. <laughs> they're going to fight, they're gonna fight last year, but then he fucking, he flipped over a wire and pulled his knee. <laughs> like, so unlucky. That fight's cursed, man. You th- <coughs> Sorry. Anyways, moving on. Um, from UFC. Uh, the FBI, you guys see the, the director came out. And said he's warning about drones drones being used for terrorist attacks. Yeah. And then, I, find that I mean, I feel like that's so obvious too, but... Yeah, I think it's obvious drones too. And like, and like, 
like, North America and North like for the United States. Well, so you mean like terrorists using them here? Yeah, not, like, we we use them in their countries yeah, all the time. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, <laughs> but like it's like not even like um, ISIS and Al Qaeda is talking about the cartels. Even the cartels, cartels using yeah. against each other, or what the fuck, man? or um, just like in general. What are they gonna do? Attach a chainsaw and record it on WhatsApp? <laughs> uh, you <laughs> put it into the dark web. Never know. These oh, guys fuck. come up with some creative ways to murder people. Like I, think, I don't know how many videos I've been sent of these Mexican cartels doing the most brutal shit. Yeah, yeah. and you go on live leaks and shit. And you fucking there's so many of them. Let me ask you guys this: Who would win in a fight, Mexican cartel or ISIS? Like you take your top ten ISIS fighters, oh, cartel. top ten cartel. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. What? I've, ISIS. They're a bunch of ISIS. I tell you what, I am. ISIS believe in something, which is like bigger beyond themselves. They're willing to like sacrifice themselves. That one ISIS member will kill himself to kill ten, that, ten of those. That, that's exactly why I think ISIS right? will win. What they believe ISIS in. Right? Okay. The cartels just like believe in like making money or like you know what I mean. He's a powerful motivator. Or, or like, yeah. or like with women and. Just like they'll be on blow, just like going crazy. But like ISIS, exactly. They they have like a plus ten. <laughs> they, the crack crack they got crackhead strength. Yeah, Tony Ferguson, you know, crackhead strength. Yeah, I don't. Know, just uh, ISIS like intentions are way bigger than themselves. Yeah. Who's more creative though, ISIS or cartel? Creative? <laughs> oh, cartels. Cartels. Cartel, yeah, what's that, what's that they call it ISIS. The, the fucking oh, tie. The Colombian necktie. Colombian necktie. Colombian necktie. Colombian what's that? You fucking cut your throat and you pull your tongue out. And they pull your tongue out from your fucking throat. I've never seen that, and I don't. And they don't they do that, that if you're, you're like, hey, if you're a snitch, yeah, if you're a snitch, they fucking it's fucked up, man. They it's come up with up. some really creative things, man. There's like, there was this they'll they'll pump right, full of I drugs. Think we should just cut this off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's next one. Actually, this next one kind of gruesome. Let's just cut this off. Pump full of drugs. Actually, but speaking of drones, though, what do you guys think about like maybe not? I understand the Wait. terrorism argument, but what do you guys think about drones just flying around, like Amazon drones or delivery drones? Man, I, I don't like the idea of delivery drones because, like, you can just shoot down a drone and steal the package, and yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, it's just so like you know these like southern people with the. the I think I think the fine, like, there should be some crazy fines, some crazy jail time for shooting down a drone be because that could damage as as the, property, that could yeah. hurt people. That's yeah. As long as they have like 360 cameras or something on there, and, like it'll be it'll be just like like noisy and like. And I remember like no, well, they're pretty quiet. And the thing they? is, like, what no. are you gonna steal from a drone? Like, some guys ordering some dog food off Amazon. Yeah, I mean, they, they might have like a price, like a uh, like different, like up to forty dollars of a purchase would be. Yeah, like, on yeah drone? I, think, I think they Something only they like that. only that drop sense. like lightweight material from yeah, yeah. the drone, right? I don't yeah. think they drop some heavy like PlayStation Four or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those would be like hand delivered still, right? Yeah, so I think it's still like a good thing, like. Because then that they have same day delivery now, but imagine like one hour delivery or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking fast. That'd be amazing. That's pretty fast. Have they said when they want to like put this? They they wanted. They announced. They announced that they wanted this a few years back, right? But But I don't know. It's been been, right? I don't know if they're it's illegal. Like they're not allowed to or something. I don't know how that's working. Aren't drones like just illegal in general? Like to no business wise. I don't know if business wise might be different. I don't know because like a lot of weddings use drones for no, but like that's like but they have to like that's control licenses, right? That's like that's like a controlled setting. I don't think you need a license to just use your own drone. But, like, but I think in public settings, you're not allowed to fly them, I'm pretty sure. Really? Well, I might be sure. Sure. I would be Even at parks and stuff, true. like, you're not allowed to. I'm not to. sure. Yeah, it might be the case. Get, like, pre- I think you have to get pre-approved, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, it makes there's, sense. There's a lot of, like... Cause what, the city, just, right? Drones are so yeah. new. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's, like, no, like, set thing set for, like, flying fucking Maybe, like, out of, like, the ocean and, like, you know, like, beach 
I, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. really know exactly. Drones are like some like high tech, device. like remote control. It's not regulated yeah. yet properly. Yeah, it's right. not regulated yet. There's so much to just use privacy concerns. Remember back in the day, yeah, like as kids, yeah. you'd have those remote control, like cars, those like yeah. planes, yeah. helicopters, those, like, yeah. those yeah. shitty helicopters that like. And now drones are crazy. Do like 360 flips, like fly upside down, like turn around. It's crazy shit, man. With cameras attached to them, and it's insane, dude. It's so insane for like even like. I see like YouTube videos of this, like people using drones, like makes the yeah, makes dude, the videos dude, so much better. I know, yeah, too, too. So back in the day, like wedding videos, and they had to just like think, think about it this way: they had to use helicopters to make these crazy yeah. shots, and nowadays it's just a small ass yeah, drone. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, million dollar helicopter. I was watching an like, old school like movie, like in the, from the seventies, maybe, and uh, you could see like the people were on the on the ground like fighting, or and then the helicopter was going around in circles, like taking the shot of the. Of the scene that's going down, Imagine how funny that's like. but you can see the shadow of the helicopter too. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> funny, man. That's funny, man. They didn't, so they didn't have no like CGI. I monitor. guess not. I don't know. Seventies, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Was it a Hindi movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that <laughs> there wasn't in their budget because if this is like an yeah, American yeah, Hollywood, 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 yeah. Even Jurassic No, you know what's ahead of his time? 2001, A Space Odyssey. That's, I heard that. That came out ahead of his time. Like such a it came out in the 60s. The 60s? And the effects, like Star Wars, you watch it now, like the first one in New Hope, what was that, like 77? Yeah, 77. And so you look at the effects, it's like. It doesn't hold look, up. It doesn't, the effects don't hold up, but the story, like, you're not the watching. The story's it. still good, yeah. Yeah, you're not watching no. for the effects, right? I mean, yeah. you're watching it for, like, nostalgia and. But you know what movie effects still, sh- like, hold up to? Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, it's not but that is old one. But like, I think the best is Jurassic Park, man. Jurassic Park too, yeah. Jurassic Park. That was, that was, that's, that's that was 93, one. I think. Yeah, 90, 93. Yeah. That would, like, even like, the first one, like, it holds up so well. But the yeah. thing is, with 2001 Space Odyssey, space, I think, was it Space Odyssey? Space yeah, yeah, yeah. Time? I don't yeah, know yeah, whatever. Exactly. Two, I think Odyssey. That was like 68, I think, right? 68. I haven't seen the movie. It was before the moon landing, actually. It's such an odd movie. like It is It is kind of eerie and creepy, and it's kind of long. Honestly, I watched it after Interstellar, and you see a lot of the. What's you like, see a lot of the inspiration from Interstellar. What's like the main premises? Or like? from 2001 in Interstellar. It's uh, it's kind of trippy, man. The movie starts off with this weird, like, TARS-looking thing. Like, it's called the Monolith. Yeah. And it shows these apes, like, going weird and shit around it. Yeah. And honestly, I watched it four years ago, so my memory is not the greatest. But yeah. there's, like, these guys in space and there's, like, this creepy sentient, like, robotic system called HAL. Yeah. And the guy thinks, like, it's becoming self-aware and shit, and it's, like, plotting against them, which it is. Yeah. And I point is, is that the reason I bring it up is the effects were not CGI-based. They were, like, practical effects. So they didn't use, like, computers to, like, film it. So it doesn't look as dated because the computer effects, obviously, over time, they get worse and worse. That's what I feel with, like, or, sorry, Lord, better and better. with the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, too. Like, well, like, Lord of the Rings was more, like, practical effects. Didn't you see CGI yeah. for the works yeah. It holds up way, like... Gandalf, what's his name? Ian McKellen? Yeah. Said yeah. that, like, he teared up on set because... For The Hobbit. For The Hobbit because yeah. he was filming it just by himself in a green screen. Oh. And back in the day, he'd film it with actual actors. And he's like, this is not what I, like, signed up for when mm-hmm. I wanted to become an actor. Like, That's so sad. Yeah. That's why The Hobbit was trash, man. <laughs> That's why... <laughs> 
No, I, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. We didn't discuss that. I wouldn't need that. I was thinking about that, like how innovative movie directors and like the Avatar, like the next three movies are coming out next year. Oh, James Cameron? Next year after that. That's going to be crazy. I'm thinking about like what the fuck is he going to do to like break barriers visually, right? He's been working on this for 10 years now. Yeah. When did the first one come out? 2008. 2008. Wasn't it 09? 09, whatever. I thought it was December 2009. December 2009. Yeah. Like that's one movie I regret not watching in 3D because that sparked the Me whole too. 3D. We're like, we're like 14 I feel, like, I feel, well, like, I I feel like it might come back in 3D for the 10 year anniversary and because the, the new one's coming out next year. Or yeah. maybe like a year, like that, a couple months. They, they, they do had yeah. 3D movies before that, but that really exploded the trend in my eyes. Like yeah. every movie was doing 3D at a certain point. It was still do. Oh, Every so movie is on 3D, 3D movie. now, or whatever they hate, call it. I used to hate getting 3D movies. I'm like, fuck, man, I can't watch this. It's, it's not even yeah. good. Especially so when they have glasses. The thing is, like, yeah. most movies aren't shot in 3D. They're just shot, like, regularly, and yeah, then they're, like, they're, they're adapted, they're adapted yeah. to 3D. Yeah, so this exactly. one is good. But it's like, Avatar, it was shot in 3D. It was, like, yeah. meant to be watched in 3D. That guy fucking made the Titanic. Like, he's, like, so, like, ahead of the game, always, bit, always yeah. breaking barriers. Nolan, too. You know, he That's went, why I'm just so curious. I think yeah. he went to the Marianas Trench to look at, like, underwater creatures, to look at these weird, you know, so yeah, many really. creatures we don't even know of. Yeah. So he's trying to look at these weird shaped creatures and what they look like. And I think, crazy I think they found, like, a new species of fish or some shit when they were, <laughs> no way. Cause, yeah, because there's so much space, like, yeah. underwater is not explored at all. Like, when it's, mm-hmm. like, yeah. deep, deep yeah, underwater, deep, deep sea, yeah. Yeah. it's not explored at all. So much weird shit down there. I think 70% of it is unexplored. They literally look like Something aliens down there. Probably 90% of them, honestly. Yeah. Probably 90%. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those fish look like aliens, man. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. They look like the shit you see on Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he goes to rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Moving forward, uh, in the NHL, you guys see Ray Ferraro's comments? Yeah, like David Matthews, and Matthews. Matthews being generational, huh? What does he? Okay, it's not about him being generational. Uh, it's like he's calling McDavid one A and Matthews one B. What does that mean exactly? Like one A, one B. He's, he's saying, saying they're, like, they're close. He's saying they're in their own tier. No. No. They're in the same tier, but they're away from everyone else. Gotcha. I mean, like, how yeah. can you put Matthews? I'm pretty sure. Somebody check this for me, please. Uh, has Matthews even right cracked seventy points yet? 70 points? Yeah, 70 points. I think he was injured last year when he would have. 70 would've. points, yeah. But like, you have McDavid. He hasn't. But he hasn't. No, he, he still has, has not, but he's but only he played two seasons. Yeah. But, like, but you have McDavid, who... First season, he was out 38 games. And the next two seasons... He puts up back-to-back Art Ross seasons that's the thing. and Ted Lindsay healthy. If you want to be in the conversation with a generational player, in my eyes, yeah. generational players come into the league exploding right off the gate. Yeah. Like right, <laughs> off, right off the bat, yeah. right out of the gate, they're just exploding with points. Yeah. McDavid, Crosby, Ovechkin, all these guys. Yeah. Matthews did put up four goals in his first game. But okay, four yeah, goals. Like, <laughs> he put up like 60, 65 points in his first year or something yeah. like that. 69, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, well, you're right. You did it yeah. 70? Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> But guys like McDavid, what? How many points did McDavid have in his first year? He had like he was like a point year, per game. Right? He was point per game at least. To, to add to this, though, Matthews has fucking fourteen points in six games right now. Yeah, but that's like usually in the beginning of the season. See, that's the thing. Like that's a, the thing. Ten goals. That's the thing. Fun. Matthews is doing amazing right now, right? And mm-hmm. I don't want to detract from that, but it reminds me of the Crosby debate, man. People every year would say this Which guy's is. better than Crosby. This guy's better than Crosby. They say they say Stamkos is better than Crosby. They say Giroud is better than Crosby. Tay is better than Crosby. I'm like, dude, Crosby's number one because you're he's the metric that you compare people yeah. to. Yeah, he's yeah. always up there at the top. Exactly. Just because these guys are better one year, I I don't say that they're better. <laughs> 
players in general, right? Yeah. The thing about you can't like, use one year. You can't use one year. So thing, that's why I want to see Matthews perform at this level yeah. for an entire season before I hear people say that he's one B to David. The thing is like, see, he's like like Crosby and Ovechkin are still around. Like, if you have one season right now to win a cup, who would you take, Matthews or Crosby? I'm taking this Crosby, one season. Sit, sit in the playoffs. Right. Like, so how's Matthews last one year, right? Regular season, sure, he didn't he didn't play that amazing, but yeah. Sid's amazing is he's 120 points, right? Like exactly. But he still he played like 27 points in 13 games or something crazy like that. Or where's his stat line? For what? For what? Playoffs last year? I don't remember his I stat line. Those fucking guys, oh man, Gwent, Gensel or Gwentzel, I Gensel? Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking, that guy like tied his points in like playoff performer, but, man. That's exactly what I'm trying to see. Guys like Crosby and McDavid take, take players like Gensel and Kunitz and bring them up to their level. Yeah, Kunitz is a 40-goal scorer. Yeah. Back to Team Canada. Well, Matthew's surrounded by a good team. Marner was already like a good player. He has John Tavares now. He had Nylander. Riley. Riley. Well, right. James Van Riemsdyk, Kadri, 30-goal scorers. Like, yeah, people say you want to insulate your team with veterans, but you want good veterans, right? You yeah. don't want shitty fucking Jay Beagle yeah. not fucking protecting. It's Pedersen. top twenty, top twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, top twenty. <laughs> but like you saw that, right? When yeah. they beat the shit out of Pedersen, Mike Matheson just tosses him to the ice. Yeah, and no one does anything. Yeah, I was gonna get to that in a bit. The Pedersen hit. Um, no. But anyways, Matthew, we'll, we'll finish up the Matthews thing though. Yeah, but like, yeah, the fucking team's ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. So you can't compare. Someone like Matthews to McDavid. And McDavid's so freaking fast. See, the thing is, man. McDavid's on this shitty-ass team, <laughs> and he might win three Art Rosses in a row. Like, so... I feel like his vision, his speed is like... I mean, Matthews is probably the better goal scorer. I'll give him that over McDavid, but every other aspect of if the game... If McDavid wanted to score McDavid, goals, he would score goals, though. Yeah. No, dude, he scored 40 <laughs> goals last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's I mean... A, he's like, like... Remember that one year Crosby like won the Art Ross? He just, like, fucking... Like, put his mind to it and got the fucking. And he's playing with like, Ty Ratty on the first line. That's a guy that Canucks, yeah. Canucks picked out Reed Boucher over Ty Ratty. So that tells you all you need to know right there, man. Yeah. And then anybody checked was uh, Crosby's stat line? 21 in 12 games. Yeah. 21 in, in the 12 playoffs, games. right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Did he, and he didn't go to the third round. Nah, he was man. out in the second round. It was Washington's year, man. Yeah, <laughs> Washington's year, yeah. I told you, but, man. So they're winning. Happy for them. Thanks. Very happy for them. But yeah, man, McDavid. Like, he's, yeah, like I said, he's at the 41 last year. And Matthews has only had 41 year. He's by he far the best player last year. It's not even I think close. I more than 40. I feel like he, you can put Matthews in a level, compare him to Tavares or uh, Giroud or Patrick Kane. But I don't think he's at the level where we can compare him to um, Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin. I think they're in a whole new tier on their own. Jack Eichel's in the tier with uh, yeah. Matthews. Morgan, Rad- <laughs> Morgan Rally has one less point than Matthews right now. 13 and 6 games. I, I was I was reading, I was watching a TSN, um, like the 1050 Toronto. Oh, the, yeah. the radio, they're talking about, is, they're all talking, I've having a conversation if Morgan Rally's the number one center. Center? No, yeah, sorry, number one. Number one defenseman. No. At Toronto Sports <laughs> Network, all mother, o- over whole tomorrow. Other crazy now. Over tomorrow's and Matthews. No, uh, number one defenseman. I don't think he is. I don't think he is, man. He, like, uh, you, are you comparing like guys like Carlson and Dowdy and how many goals have Burns? Toronto let in this this season already? I think they let in thirteen goals in their first three games at yeah. least. So yeah. now, they, now I don't know. Their defense is not they, good. He's throwing up points. They're yeah. playing the Islanders brand of hockey. Like, yeah. But score 10 goals a game, let in 10 goals a game. Yeah, but like, does that make you a number one defenseman, though? No. 
I don't, um, I don't know, man. He's their best friend. He's their best friend. He, he is a number one defensive on their team. On their team. But he's not a number one Hypothetical question. Defense. You got a guy that's not that great on defense, like hypothetically, and let's say this player, <clears throat> how many points would he have to score for him to be considered a number one defenseman the thing if is, he's subpar on defense? Okay, but the thing is, like, if you put more than 80 points, if you, at least. Yeah. At least. The thing is, if you put, yeah, 80 points. No, 70, 70, 70. subpar defensively, like 70, 70 points. Like 70 a 70 point D man? Yeah. How many goals though? Doesn't matter. Just like, doesn't just matter. Like 15 points and goals. Yeah. The points. yeah. But the thing is, like, if you put Morgan Riley on a team like Ottawa, where Eric Carlson was, there's no way in hell he's putting up 70 points or 80 points or even 60. The reason I mentioned goals is because if he puts up, like, some John Carlson 30-goal season, like, that's the number one D-man right there, right? 30, yeah. 30 goals? Yeah, sure. Even if he's subpar defensively, that's... But John Carlson isn't subpar. No, 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 I'm not talking about... Okay. I'm just because he oh, put up... Yeah. I'm just thinking of some defensemen that put up 30 yeah, goals. for sure. It's the first one that came to my mind. Toronto is ninth in goals allowed per game. And Canucks are 11th. <laughs> so that means Cucks are technically doing better for goals allowed so, per game but how many how, how many goals have they led in so far they're led what's in the, sorry what's the goals against their goals against wow yeah. they're actually they're, they're second they're second the reason I went to goals allowed per game is that they play one more game yeah no, no no that makes sense 22 goals though against tied oh, with Detroit oh, for dead last yeah look, look at their like they're tied with Detroit it's not like the inverse like yeah they played like, did they play Montreal right in Ottawa is that yeah. who they played Who's that? Sorry. Toronto played what Montreal. Oh, they scored first two games. Yeah, first two games. And who else did they play? If you can. Their goals for, their number one in goals for a game. Makes sense, man. Yeah. Second is Devils. And then Blackhawks are fucking coming back, man. So yeah, Henry Yoki Haru, man. If that's how you pronounce his name, he's killing it. Defenseman. I heard he's playing with uh, Duncan Keith. Insane. He's really young, too. They drafted him in, I think, 2017. Don't quote me there, though. Point is, it's like way too early to make any. Calls right about Matthews. Matthews, yeah, it, is. Than it is definitely, but I'm not gonna act like 14 points in 16s is not fucking ridiculously good. No, it is, it is. Yeah. But what I mean, I'm thinking is, but you see this kind of shit every year. I'm yeah, yeah. thinking you do this face up because you do. in the beginning of the season, yeah. everyone's adjusting still. Okay, they, they played fucking shitty ass teams. Besides, honestly, like, this year's scoring has been ridiculous, man. Every player, every team is scoring a lot. Yeah, man. so far, yeah. Who have they versed? They played Canadians, Ottawa, who they lost to Ottawa. And then what the scores? Three two overtime win over Canadians. Five three loss to Ottawa. I don't know like how that's like how even possible. Like seven six in Ottawa. In, in I mean uh, overtime Chicago. win in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Seven four win in Dallas. <laughs> five three win in. Are we in uh, Detroit. And four, <laughs> like four two win in hockey. Old time hockey man. <laughs> Seven fourth, fuck man. I don't know how they're gonna keep that up in the playoffs. Do they meet one what you, one wait, team that can wait, shut wait, it out? And they don't even have Nylander yeah. right now. So, yeah. what do you guys think about that whole fiasco, Nylander situation? Let's hope he doesn't sign. Though. <laughs> I think you think he. Uh, I'm not a fan of Toronto. So I hope he doesn't sign. But how you, help help you hope he I, doesn't. But do you I, think he will? I hope. I don't think. Or do so. you think I don't. Th- I don't think he will because they're. From what I hear, Nylander is not c- gonna come under eight million after seeing the dry sidle signing. And uh, but that's because Peter Charlie's a fucking yeah, and, and Toronto's not going to sign anything more than six point five. What I think is, if but, they're going to trade him, right? They're not going to trade him at the deadline because at that point, if they haven't signed him, he can't play in yeah. the NHL that year. I think he's going to be moved soon, move probably before December at least, like because yeah. that's the deadline. But our phase. All I hope is that no team will give him that number one defenseman that they need. They shouldn't give him anything because after you know the season, did you? Did you, you, know did you, did you hear something? Did you hear some rumors about Edler Tanev being like a potential package to build around or potential pieces? Uh, 
for uh, for Nylander, you mean something just, like that? But is is Nylander a UFA after the season, or how does no, it no, happen? he's really young. Uh, honestly, he's really young. I, I don't even know what happens after he's, he's he, just, he just can't play the year. And then if, after they, the season, if, they, if they've tendered a negotiate or a qualifying offer, that means that they give him like an offer similar to the contract he had last year, mm-hmm. but it's like a one year deal. And if he chooses not to take it. He can't play? He can't play for the entire season. And he has until December even, 1st. Even to this next season too? Or just no, he can play season? next season. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just for one, like, why, one season. Why, what's the point of making a deal for him? Like, like, a, like a, such a good value deal? Like, wait till next season. Just if you can sign him or something. Because we're not that desperate. Like, you know? For Canucks? Mm-hmm. No, no, wait, what do you mean it's next just season? Like, next season, like... Isn't he oh, when, he, when, he can, when he can play? Yeah. He's, he's, asking, he's still he's still going to be restricted. Oh, his rights his rights don't go away. No, oh. they still hold on. Okay, still. Oh, then like he's still like he, Toronto still owns his rights. So if you sign him, you still have to get all the fucking picks and all that shit. Pretty yeah, much, if you, you know, yeah, 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 if you want to offer sheet him, yeah. What's all you for him again? It depends on how much you offer yeah. money wise. But but he's expected under eight under eight million, right? Or, or no, he wants eight million, I think. Okay, so that'll be like. Uh, isn't that like four first rounders, or they got two first rounders? I think like I think second. eight and a half or something is around there. But the point is, is that you also have to take into account the years. I think if it's over five years, you take the you take the total amount. Yeah. So, so yeah, so three here. So if he gets over eight point one, uh, it's going to be two firsts, a second, and a third. But under that, it's going to be first, second, and third. It depends on how many years you give him too. So how many years do you think he'd sign for, for eight million? Nylander, I think he wants like a six, seven years. Probably wants a long term deal. Long term deal for that, is, for that for that kind of money. Point is, yeah. so eight times six is what forty eight, right? Yeah. And you take that value and you divide it by five yeah. to get his AAV for offer sheets. Yeah. Oh, is that how it works? That's how it works. You take the lower number between five or. Wait, why do you do that? Is because. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Just I guess to help out the it's arbitrary, help out the team it's that like, owns his rights. So I don't know. There's no point in signing him then. Even trading him too. Like, lesser number of years of offer sheet. You think it's worth oh it yeah, it's about a lesser number or trade five for? years. You think it's worth it? Sorry, what is? If I was you think it's worth trading from Edler and Tana and like honestly, honestly, the thing I think is, it's gonna be more. It's gonna be more than I, that. You see, the thing is, I was saying, no, that would help. But the point is, that would help Toronto out a lot. Like <clears> obviously, we shit on our own players. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a fair deal, Edler Tana for Nylander, but he's not playing for them now, and they're that amazing. Yeah. So um, and his value is obviously dipping. He isn't playing, <laughs> but point is, is that you add those two players to their shitty ass defense. Tanev's like, he may not be playing as amazing as he was a year or two ago, but we are a shitty ass team. But I think so, I think he's still better than most of most Toronto's, of the, he, Toronto's he is, yeah, he is definitely. And then put him put him the right guy like Riley, he'll shut it is, down. The thing is, he doesn't put up any offense. Yeah. So he won't sign some crazy ass contract either. But you don't need yeah. him for offense. Mm-hmm. Toronto scores a lot of points. Yeah. Like, We've seen it. We just talked about it. Matthews has, what, 14 points in six games. Tavares has, like, 10. Yeah. yeah. He's scoring six goals in six games. So all you need is a reliable guy, and that's what Tanev is, right? To just keep pucks out and of the net. Too, yeah. That's all you need. Especially putting him in second second pairing role, like, where he's... Yeah, yeah. If, you don't need Edler to play 25 minutes a yeah. night. Like, Canucks... We just suck. That's why. We suck. <laughs> we, we play him too much, and I feel like that's where a lot of his boneheaded plays come out. We give him way too many minutes. But I don't like, think he can play that many minutes, minutes anymore. Like, we have to, yeah, because yeah. our team sucks. Yeah. 
But if I play, if you, I bet if you put Edler in a sheltered role, he'd be yeah. a lot better than he is. The thing is, I don't know if I really want Nylander because, like, you're looking at Besser. That's like a seven million. Yeah, I'm not, deal. I'm not saying we should do this deal. Pa- or pa- it's Patterson's like another like the way he's put going like playing. Probably yeah, another eight, eight, eight million dollars like second or third. Back. I'm not. I'm not saying we should do this deal or if it's yeah. a good deal, but like, yeah. I also think that the benefits for both teams are really good. Yeah. Because if be, you, yeah. if you get Nylander, that solidifies their top six. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you have guys like Bo. Brock, Pedersen, Nylander. Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Solidifying the top six, man. Now, speaking of Pedersen. Who else would be our six, though? Like, Berchie? Or like You can always add pieces, you know what I mean? Yeah. Too. Like, but, like, Samuelson was added later on. But anyways, Pedersen, that hit. Matheson's hit. Yeah, that's some Bush League yeah, shit, honestly. That was some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like, honestly, the fact that no one from our team stood I, up with some- them. And then I saw Russell, uh, uh, Russell's comment where he was just like, we're, we're just trying to get the two points. The two points and yeah. then the next game we'll get him back in January. It's like, without Pedersen, you're not going to even get any more points. You know what I mean? Like, he's pretty much like, you're you're winning games because of him and like, you're going to let him get hit yeah, and, not, and not retaliate. Play, like devil's advocate. Like, what if like, Mike Green's that much like respected and he's like, or sorry, Mike Green. Travis Green? Travis Green, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. And like, he just kind of like told him like, just don't worry about it. Like, he wants them to like, go for the win. Like, I'm not saying that was the right play or whatever, but just like yeah, what if I'm you saying, asked them. I'm saying the signings, not, like even Benny came yeah. out and said the signings, Beagle, Russell, yeah. and Shaler, uh, I can't pronounce his name, Shaler? Shaler, Shaler, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those signings were because like last year, our prospects were getting pushed around and hit and no one was backing them up. And that's yeah. what these signings were for. You know, and we saw our best prospects since the Sedins. Everyone always has this one narrative. We yeah. can't be the next Edmonton. We need all these old Grizzly vets yeah. to insulate our youth. Yeah. We can't just throw them to the wolves right off the bat. Yeah. And that's what we did. We signed a bunch of these old geezer farts that <laughs> suck. They can't play any hockey. Yeah. They're garbage. Yeah. Roussel's not half bad. Yeah. But Beagle... Dude, think about this. Roussel is going to be as old as Beagle is now at the end of his contract. So imagine how old Beagle's going to be at the end of his contract. Beagle's going to be like 36, 37. What are we even going to trade him for? He has for a no-trade clause. For four million. He has a no-trade clause. Point is, is that these guys are not good at hockey and they can't even do what we drafted, or not drafted, <laughs> traded for, signed for. We gave them, we gave them, what was it, 12 million a piece to Beagle and Roussel over I can take a look four years. Right? Four years, board? three million over four years. I can look into that, but... And we gave them no-trade clauses. The limited oh, they always do that. That's though. an expensive fourth line. Especially four years from now. Yeah, and they don't do their jobs, so... And then, uh, is Patterson fine by the way? Is that, it's probably an important question to ask. Uh, nothing's yet. reported yet. None of the suspensions are reported yet. Protocol, but like, okay. he has concussion. I was watching the hit again right now, and fucking Matson got dangled by him. And then he yeah, fucking yeah, went yeah, after yeah. him. Just a bitch, man. Like, actually. <clears throat> like, the hit was okay. What's like that? Yeah, like, like suplex, bro. Like, what the? Like, he legit just tossed him. Like, so unnecessary. He got his ankles broken, so. He legit. He was on the ground on a fucking This is some Bush League right amateur. Here. Yeah, yeah, she got his ankle. Yeah. No, they show it right here, my bud. But last I heard, he, uh, Matheson was going to get a hearing over the phone, but no suspension. Yeah. Was, over the phone yeah. is five games maximum, right? Yeah, but I never. I never but it could be like more if. Like, but it's a bitch, man. Yeah. Holy shit. He, he legit completely dangled him. He legit fell. <laughs> he legit fell, yeah. That's not only like a dangle. He's a kid, too. Like, <laughs> I just I just fucking like, like, I'm just saying. You said uh, recently that you were listening to Mike Gillis on the radio. Yeah. It was on 1040, I believe. Or was it Sportsnet? Uh, 1040. What do you say exactly? He said a few things. He's, he's talking about the uh, the Stanley Cup run, how we, have, we were team built to win, but injuries 
kind of screwed us. Then he kept going on about um, Toronto's media, how um, how our own Canadian media was kind of hating our own our cup run. Really, and that kind of makes sense. It was, it was, like, it was like, like a lot of Canada was just against us. Yeah, but like that was yeah. that kind of pissed me off too. A lot of that NHL didn't like us, right? I mean, majority of the NHL didn't like us. We had guys like Burroughs, Kessler that just get under your skin. And we had the Sedins that would just light up every team. Torres, <laughs> Torres, Lapier, Torres, Burroughs, Kessler. And the Sedins are the most like honorable players either, and other teams didn't like them for the sole reason that they'd literally light up the red light behind their net every night. Mm-hmm. So, what can you do there? But he did like correct some of his mistakes. He was saying stuff like uh, he should have revamped the scouting sooner because yeah, his no. drafting was. Yeah, from. Well, I mean, like, it's hindsight. Like, you kind of, like... Yeah. At, at the moment, obviously. But, like, it wasn't even just him, man. From 2000... Actually, it was just him, right? Like, 2007 is when we hired Gillis, right? Two th- yeah, oh, 06-07. no. 06-07. No. 06 we had known as because he brought in Luongo. Are you sure? Yeah. I think... I, I think thought 05... Oh, no, Luongo... I thought came, he made the trade. Luong- no. End of 07. Known as brought in Luongo. Oh, yeah. And then... That makes sense, then. Then 08 yeah. 09, I think we missed the playoffs. And after that, oh, Gillis yeah, brought in. Oh, yeah, then yeah. yeah, so Nonis is fired at the end of 07 08, and then we got. So 07 08 was when we yeah. missed. 08 09 is when we lost to yeah. Hawks or whatever. Yeah. And then I think Mike Gillis might actually be in talks of being the GM of Seattle. Oh. A lot of talks. Cause, uh, He's a good GM, but. As he, long as he, the, he, said, he said he was talking to, to the next owners of, of Seattle's. He, team he's and, a forward thinking guy. Yeah. He, he had like some course at, I think, Uvic. The thing with Gillis too is like I liked his I liked him like I know he made his last couple of years the way he dealt Luongo's trade was pretty bad and his drafting was horrible but, but the tr- the trade wasn't like his fault really it was Tortorella's fault right towards no but like forced his hand a little yeah. but just the way he handled I the return well I mean I, like what, what can you do when like in, in hindsight we won the Horvat trade because Schneider's not even a starting goalie for Devils anymore injured, though. But was still, a beast, his, his, he, his but, stats were really good. Right? But like, he at the time, yeah. But now, like, I mean, <laughs> I do, do you that. really need a like a goalie like that if we're not in a rebuilding phase? You know, no, I mean? our, no. our team blew up like since Kessler left. I right? think we better right after one though for sure. Yeah, because he would have if, if we played Schneider, we would have been like better than. Yeah, him. at the time it's a lose trade, but yeah. now it's a win win. Like, once, I mean, even then, once Kessler asked for that trade, the, our our team was like that. That was it, right? There's, there's no more... Even Kessler hand, handcuffed us, too. Yeah. So, I mean... The, la- the last two years, how, how Gillis handled the team was, was in a great breath. I feel like he learned from that and he'll move on. And yeah, but... A lot of scouting staff is good. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. We'll see how he does in Seattle, though. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be... Interesting. How long until that happens? I heard something like 2021 is probably the earliest. Oh, the, oh, the earliest. Are there any other GMs that have been fired recently? GMs? I, yeah. No, not been fired, but uh, Eisenman stepped down, right? Yeah. Oh, He's going back to yeah. Michigan. I think Detroit's going to give him a job. But I don't think he'll be a GM there. He'll probably be like advisor or some shit. Is Ken yeah. Holland still the GM at... I think he is, right? So I don't know. Do you think they'd fire him for Eisenman? He's been, how long yeah, has he dude. been the GM for? For so long. Right? But he's been kind of suspect the last yeah, few yeah. years, so... Yeah, Eisenman's like the, the... Probably the best GM in the league. Yeah, he, he's definitely up there. I don't know who else would say is better than him. But. The thing is, like, he put together such a crazy team. Every year, he'd make these amazing moves, but they just couldn't get that last step. And I mean, at mm-hmm. that point, it's not even on you, right? Yeah, it's on yeah. you. Need You're your, building the perfect team. Like, you need you your coach and your team, your players, yeah. to step up for you. And it's not even like Cooper is a bad coach. He's a great coach. 
So I don't know what's wrong with them. I guess they've just been but going they're, up they're running into like the best team in the league. Penguins, league. Caps. Yeah, they lost the Penguins and Caps, right? Both years that they won. Legit, like, the best so teams. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The East has been strong the last few years. At least the top tier teams. You guys think Benning's going to get like a... Uh... He's going to stay with us for a while? No. no, no. They signed him an extension, didn't they? They did sign him an extension, but I don't think so because <clears throat> we're not making the playoffs. His signings have been horrible because those signings were to like kind of help us push us into the playoffs and make us competitive, yeah. right? He's not doing that. If Edler and Tanev don't get, like, if our pieces don't get moved for better pieces, like, why, what, like, what do we really need the, him for? The thing about like, Edler is I think they want to move him, but the point, he has an NTC, right? Yeah. So, but the thing about Benning is he's bad at signing contracts and he can't make trades or he can't win trades so like and he hasn't since we got Berchi for Shinkara or no it's Granlin for Shinkara uh, there for- was that one trade the uh, home trade where they picked up Leipzig I believe Leipzig was a good pickup Leipzig but- was a good pickup right yeah, he was it was Leipzig for yeah that, that, that was, Burles, that was the trade. for Jonathan Dahlin was a good trade too yeah, yeah. Even and though that that was after the one Goldman Yeah, it's not bad too. Yeah, yeah. Pick, yeah. So he's made some decent trades. He's made plenty of bad it's trades. It's like his trades are like, what were his bad trades besides, was it Bonino, uh, Sutter trade? Good Branson. Good Branson. Good I didn't like that trade either. Yeah. Who would trade Good Branson? The Grandling trade was the actually really good. Second. For sure. So he's made yeah. a lot of decent trades. Yeah, but his reach, his reach tra- trades are like the good ones, but it's like, uh, ones yeah. where he's like, I don't know. He's been hitting it. But I think we. It's hard to sign players in Vancouver too because we pay like so much in taxes and like plus we suck. You, you gotta like kind of like throw more money at players yeah. to get them more inclined to come here. But at least it's a decent city, man. If you're rich, yeah, yeah exactly. Compared but, to some Columbus, Ohio, yeah. It honestly depends, but his drafting has been great. But I think most of the credit goes to John Brackett. But but yeah, I think it's the same. Man. Like I think it's like good scouting stuff. I think it's like fifty-fifty. If he like. I think Gillis said, actually, I read that the GM, at least in during his tenure, was responsible for the first round, especially if it was like a top pick. Yeah. And then the scouting staff, he just leaned on them during the later part. But the, he also has to put like the like kind of like parameters or guidelines and set, them, set your yeah. team and like where we want to hire and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Because I think Bang uh, promoted Judd Brackett, right? Yeah. And he was going back to Gillis. He's, he was talking about how he, he said he like learned from his mistakes. And like now he'll be a better GM. And I think he will. Like He realizes like his scouting wasn't as great. And then... But he's and he's always been good at trades and signing players. I, yeah, I'd be really interested he, to see what he could do. In he, got, he got Burroughs to sign for cheap. He got Sedin to sign for cheap. Yeah, that's, I think yeah. that was a lot of that was like Lawrence Gilman. Yeah, it was Gilman too. We also had like no trade clauses galore, right? Yeah, we gave every <laughs> player yeah. Yeah. anything yeah. that moved. We gave yeah. them a no trade clause. Yeah. And well, I guess, that was, but that's yeah. how you, that's that kind of handcuffed our rebuild a little bit too, because yeah. a lot yeah. of these players had no trade clauses and we couldn't really trade them. Even Gillis handcuffed us like Kessler. He allegedly wanted the rebuild earlier, but. The owners didn't want, but that's like all alleged, right? So you don't know. Yeah. It's facts. Fucking owners, man! I can't believe like what? I guess it's the money thing, but it's yeah, like Kalini's, yeah. It's their money, right? So I think like, like, they're holding for not money. Like wait, <laughs> just wait a couple of years. It'll be all worth it. Like having like the nice core ready to go for like I don't know how many years. We do have a pretty good core, we'll be a big, offensive we'll be a core, but a defense needs work. And hope that go pans out. It's just. If Demko doesn't deep Pietro, though. Yeah. He's having a good season, too, though. But anyways, that was the end of our podcast. Um, you guys have anything to... Yeah, we'll be uh, here next week. Every Sunday we record. So we'll probably post it either Sunday night or the next day. And 
yeah, this is the first episode. We just talk about a lot of things, sports, whatever is bumping in the news, like the weed legalization. We're going to try leaving sports for the end, just in case you guys... Yeah, things such as like... Hockey today, talk. we talked a lot about the Canucks, and we just leave that to the end so that a lot of people I know aren't Canucks fans or sports, fans, fans, or sports, sports fans. fans. They don't want to hear that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we just leave that towards the end. And we might, we might honestly just cut it down next podcast because... The season just started, and during the season, we probably won't talk about it as much. Mm-hmm. So we'll likely stick to sports when it's like a big thing that's happening. Like let's say an MMA fights, or Super Bowl, uh, yeah, basketball, something NBA happens, finals. big trade. LeBron James goes to Lakers. So try to focus on the highlights <laughs> and keep less of this uh, team-specific stuff. But yeah, that's all. Thanks for yeah. listening. See you next week.